celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. All hosts, most. We're just uh, the hot air in between Dr. Debbie, Joey Volani, Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard, Susan Sims, and Lori Roberts reporting on news today. Ah, it's good to be back in the I studios. It seems like that uh, you're always talking about bad groomers. There's bad groomers out there. And I would imagine, like in any business, there's bad groomers uh, and good groomers. But uh, you make me really scared about finding a good groomer. And I'm hoping someday your tip of the week is going to well, be how to find a good groomer. You, it's, um, it's, it's, it's the truth. Um, we, you know, it's, it's, it's some, some groomers are a horror story. And they shouldn't have a pair of scissors in their hands. I mean, they don't even, they can't even keep the dog up on the table. And that's an art in itself. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into that now because that's a, that's a whole two-hour lecture that I do, believe it or not. Wow. Okay, well, we're going to be talking later. What is our tip of the week today? You want me to do this? I can give you the tip now if you no, want. No, not now. Let's just, let's just tease. Okay. Do a little tease. All right. No, that's what I mean. I can give you a tease now. Okay. What I'm going to talk about is the weather is changing. Dogs are going to get itchy and dry just like we are. And how do you stop that so they're not scratching all their coat away? Okay. That's coming up in just a few minutes with Joey Volani, Sir Joey Volani, as well as Dr. Debbie and uh, animal communicator Joey Turner and Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. Hey, Dan. Hi. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Southern California. So what's going on? I have animal communicator Joey Turner with me. Hi, Joey. How can I help um, you? Well, I'm an older guy, and I've had my share of pets that have passed away. I'm mainly a, a parrot guy. And um, I was curious, before I ask you about a specific one, do you have, in your experience, have you uh, attained a feeling like what happens after pets die? Are they still hanging around? Do they go where we go? Will we see them again? Do you have any? Oh, sure. I talk to animals all the time that have crossed over. And humans that believe in heaven, they would say that animals, as well as everybody else, actually goes to heaven. Uh And will you get to see them again? Absolutely. They're all going to be there when you're ready to pass, they'll all be there waiting for you. Wonderful. Well, I was kind of having that feeling, but I don't have the talent that you do, so I can't really uh, communicate with them. Um, knowing that, then, I, there's a, my very first, it was a great cheek parrot, and his name was Buckwheat. And he was a wonderful little guy, but I only had him a few years because I accidentally, um, I left, I opened the door to leave, and I forgot to put him in his cage, and he flew out and got swept away by the wind, and I never could find him. And I'm just wondering if you can get in touch with him and whatever happened to him. I, I don't know if he got eaten by something or run over by a car or found a flock or found another person. Well, he actually kind of flipped into my head in a very unusual way, but nonetheless, and he wants to say hello to you. He's so delighted that you would think to talk to him, and he says, yes, um, he did get out, and he hadn't realized about the wind, so he lost his bearings. He really had no idea where exactly he ended up. Yeah, I felt so sorry for him. So well, how did he end up? Did he end up learning about it, or did he find someone else? He said, well, he passed. Oh, so but he says he has been back again. Do you know that animal souls do reincarnate? No. He says yes, and he has been back again. He tried a very short, what he calls a short stint, as a wild bird, 
decided that that was vastly more traumatic and not as easy as being a tame bird. So when he comes back again, he wants to come back as a tame bird. Oh, well, I know he'll find a good owner because he was so friendly. He loved everybody. He, he would fly into the shower when I was taking a shower and get drenched wet. And he learned, he was just a couple years old, he was learning to talk and everything. He was really a great little pet. Yes, he says that he, he likes that concept much better than the wild one. Let me turn around one thing. From all the birds I've had, do, you, do any of them want to talk to me? Are there any of them that know that you're talking to me and want to say anything? Well, actually, there's a lot of them around you. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to put you both on hold for a second, and I'm going to let you talk off the air if we can. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Hi, this is John O'Hurley. You're listening to Animal Radio. And remember, most importantly, please spay or neuter. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And of course, don't forget about your dream team. Dr. Debbie White answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani. With your grooming questions, animal communicator Joy Turner. Our pet travel expert Susan Sims and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. All here, toll free at your beck and call. Hi, Joy. How are you doing today? I'm stupendous. How about yourself? Uh, I'm still trying to keep my New Year's resolutions. Yeah. No. Can we even dare to ask or no. not? No, I haven't no. started mine. You haven't started. So you got to you got to start. You got to wait a month after New Year's before you oh, start them. Oh, uh, that's, that's. I think a... next year it's going to be. You definitely don't keep them. Keep, yeah, then you forget. If you shoot low to begin with, you know, like uh, have no expectation. That's my New Year's resolutions. Have no expectations of myself this year whatsoever. Then anything that I do will be an accomplishment. I like that one too. <laughs> We're uh, we're gonna hit the phones right now. It is toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Hi, Jeannie. Hi. Hi. Right, you're on with Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? Great. How are you? Good, good, Jeannie. What state are you calling us from? California. Ah, so you are my compatriot almost. You are living in the same land where I live. What part of California? In San Fernando Valley. Oh, I don't even know there. I am from Newport. Do you know where the Newport is? Yes. Okay, everybody knows where Newport is. Okay, <laughs> how can I help you? I'm calling because I have a I have five dogs. They're all Chihuahuas, and I have one. His name is Kobe, and he's very aggressive with other people and other animals except his plants, and um, it's. Uh, liability because I'm afraid one day he's going to bite someone. Sure, or sure. An sure. In California, we have more lawyers than dogs. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you said you have a two chihuahuas. Five. Wow. Are you you are a hero or a nuts? <laughs> yes, I've been rescuing them, but no more. This is it. Oh boy, you you have a problem. So uh, one of chihuahuas bad, yeah. Were all of them bad? Yeah. But no, only one is very aggressive. Mm -hmm. And did he already bite someone? No, he's, he's always has, but he's never actually done it. Mm -hmm. But he tries to, and I have to pull him back. 
Okay. And under what circumstance uh, your dogs are interacting interacting with the people? What you would like? How you would like to help me out? I mean, when the people comes to your home, you would like him to, uh, you know, be off leash but still not be liability, or you taking him to to the doctor? What, under what circumstance you want him behave? Um, when I take, when, so when somebody comes over with an animal, especially when I have a neighbor come over with an animal, he tries mm-hmm. to bite him and I have to put him aside. And also when I walk him in my complex, we have a little park and we let them off the leash. And I have to always be careful that no other dogs are coming because if another dog comes, he goes after them. doesn't matter the size. It tries okay. to attack them okay. or attack okay. somebody else that's at the park. Okay, um, you have a good news and the bad news. The bad news is Chihuahuas, it's uh, really hard to deal with them because they must be, uh, and you, Judy, don't look at me like that because you have one in your uh, home. No. But you did a good job in the first place. And I know you did too, but sometimes genetics also involved in the situation, which happened probably in your case. So, you know, it is uh, uh, at this time when you have a really adult chihuahuas who hasn't been socialized properly with people or do- and dogs and probably has a genetic impact on their personality, your best bet, especially without professional supervision, without professional help, you can easily get to the management managing stage and here is what you need to do so you basically have a two situations and I'm pretty sure you have a lot more but at least two situations I would like to help you out so situation number one somebody comes to your home and you just afraid the dog can do something bad and you would like to him be much friendly to another people here's how you need to do it you need to put the little crate uh, next to your hu- next to uh, next to the door so when the people come into your house you, prior to opening the door you need to put your chihuahua bad chihuahua in the crate. Once he's in the crate and the person comes in and he barks, you can smack the crate with your hand as you startle the dog and scream, ah! If it doesn't work, you what really works for Chihuahua, and I always mention it on this show, not just because um, you know I, I would like you people to buy this, just because I myself and my trainers across America using that product with great success. It's named Pet Convincer. It's a it's a spreading the air, and uh, you push the button, and uh, your Chihuahua will stop anything wrong he's doing in the spot he now more worry about you than worry about the people so you're becoming you must be bad cop in this situation but you have to do it prior to let the people come in your home and now allow the person who comes in be a good cop give the person needs to have kalbasa or something and uh, uh, nice treats which he will betray its own mom so he would love it and this treats must come just from the strangers and that's what the people feeding that dog through the crate and uh, once he took it a few times, you can let him go, he'll be fine from that time on, but if he's still not fine, you can again spray him with pet convincer. You're spraying the dog feeding, and you have to use many people and invite them, and once the dog see, hey, another people is, uh, another people, uh, you know, is a good guy, and they taking treats from another people, he will be fine too. That's how it works. And regarding in your dog park, I would uh, honestly, at this point, I would suggest you not to do that. Uh, I would all what I would suggest you to do, pass another dogs on the street right now, and make sure your dog is ignoring them, first before you can get him off leash and do this uh, the, th- the way which you're doing because it's more like a Russian roulette. Pass the another dogs on the streets. Uh, when another dog on the leash, you don't stop. You just pass it by. If your dog gets aggressive,
handkerchief, you spray him w- uh, with the air, uh, with a pe- using pet convincer, and you pass it by. This is going to be first stage for training, and after that, maybe get these things done and call me next time. We're going to go with you to the next step. Great, thank you so much. Thanks for your You're call. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Ladybug's very finicky, and so her food, and of course the official food of Animal Radio, is Stella and Chewies. That's uh, Stella and Chewies, C-H-E-W-Y-S, Stella and Chewies. And she gets these little uh, patties, they're like freeze-dried, mm-hmm. uh, the size of, what do we decide, a little like cheeseburger? A, yeah, like a small hamburger patty. And she'll eat them either hydrated or non-hydrated. The best thing is, is if you're going out on, a, on the road, it's easy oh, to okay. take along, no cans to open if you're into yeah. the green, the whole green thing. It's just a fad, by the way. But if you're into the whole green thing. No, it's not, Hal. It's going to be around a while. You can. Uh, you don't have to open those cans and throw out a can every time mm-hmm. you, you have food. She loves the flavors. There's several flavors include those novelty proteins like duck and lamb. It's made with raw USDA inspected meat. It's the kind of food you would make at home if you had the time. They talk about these raw diets. This is a freeze-dried raw diet. So it's been made ahead of time for you, raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. It's Stella and Chewy's. I'd like to send you a sample. Uh, we'd like to share everything that we find good for our animals with you. And we can do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> What's the easy way, Hal? The, the easy way, send me a self-addressed stamped envelope and all the information over at the AnimalRadio.com website. And I will send back samples. This is what I do during the week. A lot of people say, Hal, what do you do during... This is what I do. I send back Stella and Chewy samples. They're new all chicken right treats on. and... You're one busy guy. When he's not sucking them raw, so it's... A- <laughs> They've got a certain flavor to them that just... Oh, is that why his breast smells like that? <laughs> He's attracting all the dogs from all over the neighborhood. Yep. You, you notice the crumbs, the Stella and Chewy crumbs <laughs> on my shirt, huh? <laughs> no wonder, Ladybug. Hey, it's protein. you, you got to go with that. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's Hospitality Program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The Natural Vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. 
That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Hi, this is Dean Coombs on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. This is Animal Radio, baby. Your dog's name is Buddy. That tops the list for 2010 in the top pet names, according to PetFinder.com. I had a cat named Buddy. Did you? Yeah, you did. I remember. Yeah, good old Bud. You ever have a Buddy? 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 I never had a Buddy Buddy. I mean, I had a Buddy friend, but I never had a Buddy named Buddy. What are your dog's names again? Buster, Miles, and Simon, and Gurney the Bird. Gurney Gurney the Bird. Which you wash in the sink. That's right. In the sink, in the shower. Matter of fact, this morning, she tried to get in the shower with me, which makes a mess because it, it throws water all over the bathroom. So uh, as I'm trying to get the bird out, and she keeps she keeps trying to come back in. Because <laughs> when, when I take a shower, it's like a big it's like a big deal for her for whatever reason. She comes in. She has to look. She has to try to get in. And if you don't let her in, I have, um, you know, wooden doors, and she'll eat away at the door until she gets wow. in the shower. <laughs> Does she? Uh, she thinks she's a dog, doesn't she? She thinks she's a person. She uh, <laughs> because because she thinks she's above the dogs. She oh. thinks that she should um you know rule ah. them and tell them. Gotcha. And she chases them outside in the morning to go to the bathroom when we when we wake up and it's it's, it's quite a sight. <laughs> Which one are we going to? Line four. We have William on line four. Hi, William. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing just great. How are you? Good. I have Dr. Debbie standing right here. Oh, I was just wondering if uh, you're familiar with uh, Nin Pins. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You are? Do, yeah, do you have okay, some? Uh, yes, ma'am, I do. I've got a, a rescued a miniature in, in Barstow, California. Uh, rescued one at uh, Animal Rescue in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Great. And we started out with, we started out with one which her, uh, her name was Tasha, and then we got Sabrina. Sabrina was the one that died. Oh, no. And I, I thought with your expertise, well, I came home off the road. I'm in Las Vegas right now unloading. Then I go to L.A. and back to Minnesota, to St. Paul. I do that every week, two weeks on, one week off. But anyway, I went home, and she looked a little skinny. Took her into the vet and uh, took a stool sample first, and he said, mm-hmm. we had some enzymes, okay? And I said, well, okay. And he says, well, I'd like to check your urine, too, to see if we're dealing with a bladder problem also or a kidney problem. And he wanted to flush them out. Okay. So we checked her blood and everything, make sure everything was working okay. We flushed them out the first time, took her back, and he took the blood test, but he didn't test the blood test. And then he put the uh, uh, the water, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, under the skin this time. Now, we've done that before with her when she was little, okay. uh, when she'd get real skinny. But anyway, he called me right away, and he says, Bill, there's nothing registering on the kidneys. Okay. I said, what? 
so um, she had an eye problem about two, three months before that. And uh, he fixed that with antibiotics, but he also gave her a shot to slow down the infection in order to catch it and get it out of her eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, what he gave her, I can't remember the name of it, but it, it, it can affect the kidneys mm, okay. if you're not careful, if you're not careful. Okay. Anyway, she lived, she lived three, um, three and a half more months. And when she was a puppy, she had seizures, so I thought. Now, what she died when the wife and I threw her in the Mercedes and took off for the vets. She had already had uh, two in the morning, and she had two the night be- before. And they appeared to me to be heart attacks. Okay. Now, she and did have high blood pressure, too. Okay. My goodness. Boy, that, this little gal sounds like... Now, if I'm understanding right, has she's had some form of a kidney disorder for some time on some level? Nothing ever showed up until we lost them. Within two weeks, we lost her kidneys. Okay, so that was just really... So I thought you said that she was getting fluids before for her kidneys. Uh, no, I was scared there was something wrong because she was always kind of slender, and I was always, you know, mm-hmm. you know, when I took her in and, and had her nails done or whatever, if I didn't do them at the house or whatever, uh, I would have him uh, check and see. Okay. Yeah, and, but and anyways, from, go ahead. So she ended up at least having some degree of kidney failure, and with that, we can see seizures when pets get into very end stage kidney failure. So that definitely can kind of fit with that. Um, and, and I would kind of be a little curious if she was always on the thin side. Um, the interesting thing is with dogs and cats, if they have kidney problems, say like a congenital problem or a developmental problem that comes on with time kidneys actually they're very resilient and they will work until they get down to about a quarter of their capacity and once that happens then we first see a change on the blood work so you can be down to a quarter of the functional kidneys and run around wagging your tail and be completely outwardly normal but that damage can be going on for some period of time so if those values just now have came up you know, it's completely possible we could have been on this downward, slow progression with those kidneys for some time. And it's hard to say. You know, if we had another point in time we looked at blood work and it was good, then that tells us maybe something more sudden or acute came on with those kidneys. And I would think, you know, in the California area, we worry about things like fungal infections. And in moisture areas, we might even look at things like leptospirosis that can cause some uh, sudden kidney failure. So, um, you know, without a, probably a post-mortem exam, we kind of speculate a a little bit, but um, definitely with kidney disease, it, it can be either a slowly developmental problem or just something that kind of kicks our butt really quickly. And um, you know that's that's definitely tough because when you when you don't have those kidneys and there's no way to bring anything else back, um, you know he was right. You know there's not much else at that point you can do to try to kickstart those. Um, in cats, we can actually do kidney transplants. Um, we're still working on that with dogs, but cats they're actually doing it at that at some vet schools. At, nowadays okay well so, I, you know, I was just wondering if did i do everything um i should have done um you know did i catch it in time you know the animals mean an awful lot 
Yeah. And, and what my recommendation is, is that, you know, I'd say you sound like you, you tried everything. You had her to the vet. They did um, IV fluids. That's how we try to flush out those kidneys. It's kind of like a person being on dialysis. So sounds like you took the right course and approach. Um, you know, but the only thing I would say is that on, on older pets, and this kind of goes back to how dogs and cats age faster than us when we really start to see them getting around seven years of age i like to do blood work every year and it may seem excessive and crazy to some people but sometimes we can pick up trends you know that might kind of change the course of what we recommend um, for an individual pet so um, I, I definitely wouldn't beat yourself up if you want to talk to dr debbie one 405 8405 coming up in the news details on that rhodesian ridgeback dog in germany that gave birth to 17 puppies Boy, Vlade, wouldn't you like to be training those puppies? <laughs> but I like that breed. They're really great dogs. I really love them. They're smart, and they're very smart, and, uh, you know, very I would say even cl- clever. I like the dogs like that there. It's great, to, giving you great attention while you're training them. Um, they're also very muscular, um, can be susceptible to a lot of my clientele base. Uh, as a matter of fact, they're very popular in Midwest and not too much in California. Yeah, I don't see a lot of them out here, really. But uh, I guess when you were in, uh, what was that, that M State? Oh, Michigan. Aren't you glad that you're not there this year? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that Michigan? You know, it's it's like now I'm just gonna talk uh, from uh, California yes, standards. You know, if yeah, if anyone you ask in California, you can name hell any state in America. Or just ask me, Vladi. Uh, just tell me, like, where the state of Mississippi, for instance? Do you know where it is? Yeah, between California and New York. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the people over here believe that just the two states matter, which is California and New York, and nothing else in America is matter. That's not true. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know it's not true, but that's what how the people, in, so many people in California, you know, believe. They, well, now, they truly believe it. You live in Newport Beach. Which yes, is, what I, do you think of Newport Beach? It was a hilarious because yesterday I was stopped by the cop and uh, by police. Uh, and my first question was, I just asked him, and I was driving like in the city. Um, Were you speeding uh, again? Yeah, he was. Uh, he let me go because he said to me, he, I gave him whole entertainment. But he was shocked when I the first th- question I told him, I said, "Didn't you see what the what the license plate I'm I, I'm I, I'm I'm having in my vehicle? It's not it's it's uh, not enough. I'm driving Lexus. It's also Lexus from Newport Beach, California. Oh. You know, you know. <laughs> and it's like it's it, it's everything in California about privileges. It's it's like almost back in Russia. I have to tell you." Boy, if you're driving Lexus, police will very, I mean, especially in a lot of states, in a lot of, excuse me, cities in Orange County, they will never stop you. And you're driving a nice Lexus SUV. Second, if you have a Newport Beach license plates and your vehicle, police thinking like you are like a really, really upscale guy. They don't want to mess with you. They don't stop you either. So it's, you know, if you have a 9494 number, which I have, it means you're from Newport Beach. If you have, uh, let's say, 714, uh, you know, you're probably from uh, some not such such important city. If you have an Apple computer Wait, now, are California, you saying Orange County is not as important? Uh, Anaheim is not as important as Newport Beach? And, look, course. the phones are ringing off the hook now. Look what you've done. <laughs> but I'm telling us it is. That's what I've been told. I've also been told, throw up your regular computer and get the... Macintosh, get Mac. 
because that's <laughs> that's what I did when I came from Michigan. I mean, they look at, people look at me like I came from Zimbabwe, from Africa, something like that. You know, I never even felt that things when I came from Soviet Union to the Michigan. But now when I came from Michigan <laughs> to California, I need to rid of my computer after I need to rid of my American car because they told me you cannot drive American car here. So boy, it's like I started over yeah. all my life. Yeah, well, you used to you used to eat at McDonald's a lot. Not so much anymore, I noticed. Um, no, I, yeah. and I still keep my wife because spoils of life in America haven't uh, haven't spoiled her yet. She still uh, get up early in the morning, uh, make up breakfast for me for the family. She's still good. She's the breadwinner, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's a she's a good person. Yeah, my yes, wife is the breadwinner too. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's your lucky man, too, you know. She's, she's. <laughs> okay, let's hit the phones. one 405 If you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team, Dr. Debbie's here answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, our pet travel expert Susan Sims, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and Lori Robertson, just a couple of minutes, reporting on a brand-new recall. All on the way, right here on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. Cigarette smoking is not only bad for you, it also affects the health of your pets. The American Lung Association says that recent medical research shows that pets living with smokers can develop cancer, allergies, and other illnesses caused by secondhand smoke. Animals not only inhale the smoke, but ingest the residue from their fur. Cats are at greatest risk for this as they groom themselves so often. Also, cats exposed to secondhand smoke are twice as likely to develop the fatal cancer feline lymphoma. Puppies can die of nicotine poisoning if they ingest cigarette butts. Secondhand smoke increases the risk of long-nosed dogs developing sinus and nasal cancer, and short-nosed dogs run the risk of lung cancer. Animals can also develop respiratory infections and asthma as a result of the secondhand smoke. If you are thinking of bringing home a puppy or an adult dog, there's a new series of DVDs and books called Dog Life that covers everything you need to know about your dog from puppyhood through the senior years. The series is written for the most popular dog breeds, from Chihuahuas to German Shepherds, from Labs to Boston Terriers, and are written by experts. Topics include grooming, health, training, and more. It's also a reference guide to finding out what breed would be best for you. There's a new series on TLC called My Strange Addiction, and one recent episode was called The Crazy Cat Lady. It featured a woman named Debbie, who has 22 cats in her home, despite the fact that she's allergic to them. She says she knows she's taken in more than she can handle, but after her husband of 17 years died, she turned to the kitties for comfort. She works three jobs to support her pets and spends $500 a month on their food and care. She says animals won't won't let you down like people will, and life without the cats would be very empty and boring. She thinks she's at her limit of 22 rescued kitties, but she says she wouldn't turn others away. The show got her into some therapy, and she's finding homes for some of her cats, a change she hoped could improve her quality of life and eventually a dating life. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lloyd Roberts. For Breaking Animal News, go to AnimalRadio.com. 
This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. The pet-friendliest hotels in over 50 major U.S. cities like San Francisco, New York, L.A., and Dallas. Besides amenities like plush pet beds... Pets stay for free with zero fees. Plus, there's no size or weight restrictions. Zero fees. Yeah, you heard it right. Find out more about Kimpton Hotels' hospitality program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON, K-I-M-P-T-O-N. And uh, let's go back to the phones. We have another one for Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and it is Joanne. Hey, Joanne, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Good. Where are you today? Um, Shrewsbury, Pennsylvania. It's just on the Maryland line. Oh, that sounds like a beautiful location. Not bad. <laughs> What's going on with your dog? We have a, an almost three-year-old rescue lab mix. I think he has some Irish wolfhound in him, and he's a love. He is a love of a dog. Loves everybody. Hmm. Too much. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Uh, Julian, now you, you you are with me with the Walari, but you know I have to make I have to give compliment to you uh, as the psychic hotline or something. I'm percepting you are very giving, very generous, and um, very kind, gender kind of person. Am I right? Well, I I hope so. <laughs> No, I know so. I know so. Are you, do you stand up for yourself in the relationship with the humans? With humans? Yes, I do. Are, are you allowing the people pushing you to the corner before you fight back? No. Mm, it depends. I on think the you do. I think you do. I think you fight back, but you allow somebody to push to the corner. Now, doggy mother, totally different. Doggy mother or dogs in general, they have a completely different uh, culture. They have attitude like, excuse me, what you said, they momentarily stand up for themselves. Now, let's get about your problem, but uh, what I said has to do, because what I see over generations working with uh, pet owners uh, all across the world, um, the way how we're acting, the way how we're percepting the things, really affecting the way how we can resolve the issues. Let's talk about your issues. You have a lab mix. So you have a Democrat uh, lab uh, with, um, you said, Irish Woodhouse, which definitely Republicans. You have kind of independent dog. I guess your dog has some independent character. He's a little bit his sweetheart, but uh, on, is a bit on uh, independent side. Um, so what type of the problems you have? Well, mainly it's when other people come in the house. When we come in, he might start to jump, but I make him sit. And he does fine. But if someone else enters the home, namely our granddaughter and my mother-in-law, <laughs> my granddaughter, he towers over when he jumps. And he just gets so excited, and I can't get him to sit or anything. I can't. I tell him to sit and stay. Okay. okay. So, uh, Joanne, uh, first of all, don't tell anyone you have a great kids, grandkids, because you, I, I thought you were 25. You're, oh, you're, bless you're, your you're heart. Such a, such a young person, you know. I, I kind of like you already without seeing you. But um, what you're telling me right now, 
Okay. There is a uh, American way and European way of greeting uh, of greeting people at the doors. In America, I know who came up with this and why the people do that. They're putting the dog in the sit state. So let's we let's we play around a little bit and just think. Well, we're knocking. Somebody knocked the door and the dog. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And after that, we try sit, 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 sit. We have no leash or have leash or putting the dog in the seat next to the door, opening the door. That dog is vibrating. That dog is uh, such occupied because he's such a close to the door. Now you want to be nice to the person who entered this house. Now, you're distracted, you know, and the dogs feel that your vulnerabilities, you know. Uh, dogs like a kid, so they have a gr- tremendous sense of vulnerability of their parents or the pet owners, and they take the true enjoyment of torching them at the same time in this critical environment and circumstances. Uh-huh. So, in other words, he percepts your weakness in this situation. Here is how we do in Europe. We teach the dogs, go to the place command. That's one of the commands which my clients adore. They believe it's a money command. What I do, as there is, if someone knocks the door, we tell our dog, place. And we have a dog bed 10, 15 feet away from the door and sidewise from the door. And we say place from German uh, name, uh, uh, German word Platz, which is place, it's like a casual down stay. And the dog goes and lay down there, and it's so easy for him to be there because the uh, dog bed is a little bit, has a shape, shape wise, so the dog is very territorial. He sees this is his territory. He down stay there. And in this situation, you can greet the people. Now, don't expect your dog will do that things automatically, especially when the destructions come in, like your mother-in-law or your grandson comes in and things like that, you have to spend some time to teach him to do it when your husband comes in, okay. unruly, or, or ruly who follow the rules, or whatever, lover, whoever you have, I don't care. So you can tell the dog place, even in the time when your family has some lunch time, or something you really kind of spend some time for training prior to somebody else comes in. And after that, you simple trick. Uh, go to your local hardware store and buy a uh, two by four, I guess not. Uh, get the clothesline, like a six feet clothesline. You can buy it in 30 foot, but get at least cut piece of six foot. You know, okay. six feet. I would say properly in English, hell. Feet or foot? <laughs> you got it. Six okay. foot good. You did well. Six foot good. Okay. It should be very light. Okay. The key is too light because sometimes I tell the people get it and they buying for me like a like a, for like a rope for anchoring uh, ships. Okay. No, it should be very light. It should give the dog feeling of being on its own. It's alternative to the leash because leash has two positions on and off. So when you're training on leash and after suddenly unhook unhook that leash. The dogs, most of the dogs feeling like it's just girl who, girls who just graduated Catholic school, you know? The freedom now. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes, so, I yeah, the hell see it. Uh, I see he's laughing too. Um, after that, yeah, you, you need to, that's why you have to have a very light line. So basically, it should be uh, dragging behind him all the time mm-hmm. and time when the people come in, you use it as the reinforcer. You say place. The dog tell you, forget your mother, because I gotta, I gotta see your, do- uh, your, your grandson. You say, excuse me, forget you, baby. Grab this rope, and the dog gonna fly to this bed with the speed of Russian satellite guide missile, and you say, <laughs> stay. And 
Say, good girl. And after that, go and try to open the door. And if you're opening the door and your dog breaks that command, you can suddenly drop on the floor uh, empty penny can with screaming, ah, and toss it, startle it, and get back the dog to the place. Mm. So you do it a few times. That's the way how I will basically handle this situation. In general, I would suggest you have a um, get a nice uh, color, maybe a pinch color for you. In your situation, would be nice mm-hmm. and leash and a little bit train your dog uh, for basic obedience, especially on the downstay control exercise. Sit, stay, downstay, and I would do it inside of your house, and I would do it in the presence of the kids, in the presence of grandkids, in the presence of the people as well, because whatever problem time you have, that time you, you your dog must know what reinforced obedience training means. Reinforced obedience training means it is teaching the dogs to do in the time when they would rather not in the time when they, when they would rather do something else because dogs do listen us when nothing better to do well he's a good listener he actually is trained very well except for this Oh, my dear, my dear, if he would be a good listener and if he would train very well, he would listen to you in that critical time. And I would like you, and for everyone who is listening to me right now, the only difference between okay trained dog and perfectly trained dog, the perfect trained dog is the one who is trained around the distractions, and that's what I suggest you to do. Okay. Thank you for your call, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, urging you to spay or neuter your pet. Your trips to the pet store are over. PetFlow.com has the largest selection of premium pet food on the Internet, where you can browse by brands and find the items you need at discount prices. With PetFlow.com, you can get your pet food delivered straight to your door on a schedule you choose. No last-minute trips carrying heavy pet food. Eliminate the hassle of buying pet food. Get free shipping on every order over $59. Enter the coupon code RADIO at www.PetFlow.com. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. You're listening to Animal Radio.
405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner and our pet travel expert Susan Sims. And let us not forget about Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. I'm losing my voice. Yes, I have a you cold. Uh oh. Yeah, something's. I think I got what Lori had a couple yeah, weeks ago. I think she passed it to you. I was Stay licking away. her keyboard. Well, that's Maybe what the, you get. That's the problem. Okay. I think that we're pretty revolutionary here at Animal Radio, and that's why when we get a sponsor that's very revolutionary, we love to showcase them, let you know exactly what they do. And uh, that's why we have Alex Sharinovsky. He's the co-founder of PetFlow joining us. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? Good. Where are we calling you today? I'm in uh, New York City. New York City. Cold New York City. Cold, I bet. <laughs> Tell my listeners exactly what PetFlow is and about your pet food revolution. <laughs> well, PetFlow is an online retailer of uh, pet food and uh, soon accessories that was founded on the principle that shopping for pet food online should not be a chore. So, I hate shopping for pet food, even if it's not online. I mean, just going to the <laughs> store and... Well, that, that's the problem. Pet food shopping is a chore. It's not something any of us like to do. It's heavy, it's cumbersome, mm. and it's just annoying to have to go to the store on a regular interval, usually every three weeks to four weeks, and lug this stuff from the store into your car, from the car into your, into your house or apartment. So we figured we'll create a really simple, easy-to-use system for people. You log on just once, you choose the product that you need, you tell us how often you need them, and we ship them to you right to your door with FedEx. It's all trackable, so you know exactly when it's being sent and exactly when it's coming. Now, what kind of foods and, do you have? I mean, yeah, I, am I going to find my yeah, favorite exactly. brand? We have 70 brands of uh, dog and cat food, litter, treats, uh, pretty much anything that you'll find in your local store or, in, or even in uh, the pet specialty retail stores. We've got it all. Oh, I didn't know you did litter, too. That's good, because litter is especially heavy. Yeah, that's real heavy. Now, whenever I go and order stuff online, food, etc., I get to the shipping, and that always gets me. That's kind of like where I drop out. Shipping is usually very <laughs> expensive. Sometimes more than the actual yeah, product. Yeah, yeah. So we, we decided that we're not going to get into this business unless we can either offer free shipping or discounted shipping. Okay. Now, so our standard shipping rate is $4.95, wow. regardless of what you choose. Oh, really? You can have... You can have 200 pounds, 500 pounds shipped to you. It's 495. Whoa! Uh, we do also offer coupons for free shipping, and uh, if anybody wants to place an order, they can use the code Alex, which is my name, and that'll give them free shipping on any order over 59 dollars. Okay. Now the good thing is that it's not just on the first order. You, the lifetime of your account will oh, be wow. free shipped. Oh wow! Really? As long as any delivery that we send to you is over 59 bucks, it's free. That's a great oh, deal. What is the website? Petflow.com. <laughs> Okay, so here I'm thinking maybe the food costs a little more than it would cost in the pet store. The prices, it really depends on the brand, but they're about the same as what you'd find in your local store. Some brands were better on, some brands were a little bit off, but we're fairly close. But, you know, if you factor in the time that it takes to drive sure. to the store and the gas money that you spend to get there, you actually come out saving quite a bit. Sounds like a good deal here. Petflow.com is the website. Petflow.com, of course, links to everything you hear on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, we welcome... Welcome, you guys, to Animal Radio as a sponsor. Alex Shardinovsky, co-founder of PetFlow, joining us. Alex, thanks so much. Thank you very much. More Animal Radio on the way. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. This is Animal Radio. Toll free, one 405 8405 
Uh, we're all here for you. You can also email us or Facebook us. Uh, do that uh, Twitter thing. I didn't think the internet thing would take off, frankly. And, uh, but, so, <laughs> it's all tubes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dustin, how you doing? Pretty good, and you? Good. Where are you today? I'm actually down in almost southern tip of Texas, right west of Kings or uh, Corpus. What's going on? I have the doctor here, the good doctor, Dr. Debbie. Howdy. Okay. <laughs> How's it going? Very good. Now, I had a question. Y'all were talking about uh, giving dogs bones earlier and all that, and uh, how that was pretty bad for them because of the, uh, the splinters. And uh, basically what it is, I work down here on, on uh, a ranch where every once in a while a cow will die or something like that, and uh, after the coyotes and everything are done with it, I grab the, what's left of the hooves, which is just the uh, basically like your fingernail. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the sheath to the horns. It's made, you know, out of the same material. And I wondered if that was okay to give to him. And I started giving it to him because my Jack Russell has a plaque problem, and he just keeps building plaque and doesn't really like to chew on a lot of things. But he loves these things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say that my answer has a two part uh, two parts to it. Um, basically, I would say, Dustin, that I'm not a fan of feeding uh, cow hooves, uh, bones, uh, definitely the horns, all that stuff. But I'm a suburban veterinarian, and, and I do realize that there's some differences between folks that live in a different environment. But, yeah, you still have the same potential with um, the hooves, that they can get foreign bodies, they can crack their teeth, um, as well as the potential. And I'd be concerned about the potential for bacterial contamination, um, you know, E. coli, Salmonella, which are you know uh, fecal pathogens, can very commonly be um, passed into the different animal products. And in fact, not too long ago, a couple of months ago, there was actually a problem with cow hooves coming out of a foreign country that was contaminated with a bacterial um, issue. Okay. So, you know, I guess uh, the true thing is that yes, if they chew on them, it, their teeth may stay whiter, but you can risk that damage to the teeth. So, um, in my little suburban world, it's something we can find alternatives for chewing. Um, so I realize that maybe in a more rural setting, that isn't always possible. But um, I would probably, especially the dead ones, I'd probably not give them the dead cow parts. I don't know. That just sounds icky to me. Okay. Yeah, they. Uh, what I do is I leave them out in the sun for a long time until they completely dry out and all that stuff. You know, to make sure they're not getting, uh, you know, I, I've worked in the food area, too, so I didn't want them getting any mm-hmm. sort of bacteria from that. And with the heat down here and all that, but, uh, yeah, I was just concerned of, uh, of splinters and whatnot getting into them. And, uh, like, my girlfriend's got two beagles and a corgi, and I got my Jack Russell, so... You can imagine mm-hmm. what the house is like, but uh, <laughs> yeah. they all just love these things, and uh, I guess I'll just have to go get them away from them. Yeah. yeah, well, it's kind of like doggy crack. You know, they really go nuts for them. And the problem with chewing items is there's always some good and bad. There's never going to be one chewing product that we can say is without any risks. So, right. you know, I have veterinary friends that say, oh, I give bones to my dog, um, but um, I, I don't. Once I had my dog start to crack her, her tooth on a bone, I stopped years ago, and I wanted to save that tooth. I didn't want to have a root canal or pull the tooth. So um, if you have different experiences, different ways, you know, you could easily be swayed and, and not want to go one way or the other there. Right. And I, I heard you all talking earlier about the, the bone things. You were talking how they're not wild animals. They've evolved as pets and all that stuff. But I was just letting you all know that in times that um, I'm, I'm a wildlife biologist. That's what I have my degree in, and that's what I'm doing out at these uh, ranches. But uh, in times of extreme drought and, you know, when times are real hard and the bones are fresh, I'll see some minimal marks on them from chewing. But when times are good, those dogs will not, their coyotes will not chew on bones. 
or have not, you know. And uh, that's just what I've seen. It may be different in other cases or whatnot, but uh, from from what I've seen lately, because we've had a lot of rain and, you know, things are good. The rodents are running around and stuff, but, you know, when a cow dies, I mean, you'll see, you know, 10, 12 coyotes and oh, yeah. wild pigs. And, I mean, it is, it's just a mass of animals circling around this one, you know, one dead animal. Yeah. And they literally mm-hmm. finish it up within 24 hours. I mean, there's nothing but bones left, you know, wow. no fur or anything. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, just... I didn't see any, you know, I haven't seen any teeth marks lately, uh, actually in the last year. So uh, even at the very end of the drought, things were picking up, I guess, uh, for wildlife when it just started raining a little bit. Yeah. And they, I just hadn't seen teeth marks on the bones. You know, dogs yeah. weren't taking them off and chewing on them. Well, they're, they're getting fat and happy on all those wild rodents yeah. then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the coyotes are extremely healthy. So. Dustin, thank you so much for your call today. We appreciate your time. No problem. Y'all have a great day. You too. 1-866-405-8405. If you missed it from last week, yes, bones, we've always said they are no good for your animals. Even if you boil them or you whatever you do with them, they're no good for your animals. And the FDA finally, after years and years and years, has come out and said the, the very same thing. So it's important that you listen up. Compressed rawhide is is something that uh, we like to deal with That's here. That's my favorite. That you know, favorite? I always like talk that? about that one. Yes, it's it's durable. They still get to eat it. Keeps them busy, but you know, with supervision. You know, when it gets down to that little nub, and then I toss it. You know. So, what, Judy, you were talking to someone this morning about uh, what the bully stick. Yeah, well, they they said that they give their dogs rawhide, and I told them that was a bad idea that it should be compressed. But they said when they gave them the compressed ones. They ate them in a matter of minutes, so hmm. yeah. I don't know. Besides, That's a little unusual. I know. Yeah. I thought they took longer. And anyway, so I suggested, you know, to give them a bully stick. What, what is that exactly? You know what that is, Hal. <laughs> no, I, I forgot. There's so many you things. Put like me that. on the spot here. Okay, it's a ma- it's a bull's penis. A bull's penis. Yes. And free stride, isn't it? Free stride. They come in different sizes. They come in different sizes. Thicknesses, yes, and, and shapes. Yes, size does matter if you have a small dog or a big dog. Okay? There, I said it. Are you happy now? Aren't you so glad I made her say that? (laughs) Yes, I think she's blushing there a little bit. (laughs) Okay, we'll let Judy take a little break and compose herself. And we'll also take a quick break for news. But before we do that, I want to remind you that Animal Radio is brought to you by PetFlow.com. Now you can get your pet food delivered straight to your door on a schedule you choose. PetFlow.com has the largest selection of premium pet food on the Internet. Best of all, get free shipping on every order over $59. Enter the coupon code RADIO at www.PetFlow.com. See you around the corner. This is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your animal. Spay or neuter. Let me say that again. You don't want to do both. Spay or neuter. Let me say it again. Can I do that? You can do whatever you want. Oh, God bless. I'm going to try it one more time. Hi, this is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay or neuter your animal. I love it. You do so good early in the morning. I, I'm, my I'm mouth so caffeinated work. right now, can I tell you? I'm yeah. barely holding it together. Well, you're awesome. <laughs> Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget about your dream team of experts, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Volani, Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and our pet travel expert Susan Sims, and animal communicator Joey Turner. We're all here toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. I have a cold this week, and I'm here anyway. 
Because, I know. Isn't you that nice? You're going to let us all get your cold? Yeah. Spread it around? I think Thank Lori you. gave it to me a couple of weeks back. Oh, so, so now who are you going to give it to next? It's all fair, huh? <laughs> I see Ladybug. Uh, she, she's usually sleeping about this time, but she's all full of energy, and she may be interested as well as you in a guest coming up in just a few minutes. Zoom Room. Have you ever heard of Zoom Room? I haven't. Okay. It's like a Chuck E. Cheese for animals or for dogs. It's, you get to hang out there. You get to uh-huh. do agility. You don't eat pizza, but you have a lot of fun with your dog. It's kind of a bonding thing. How cool. All the information coming up just in a few minutes this hour and uh, uh, we're going to go to the phones okay before we go to the phones i want to tell you this hour of animal radio is brought to you by petflow.com now you can get your pet food delivered straight to your door on a schedule you choose i like that you gotta love that petflow.com has the largest selection of premium pet food on the internet best of all get free shipping on every order over 59 dollars Should I repeat that? (laughs) Free shipping on every order over $59. Enter the coupon code RADIO at www.petflow.com. Can I add something real quick? I just want to let you know, they also have litter. Oh, that's cool. No more carrying those big, heavy bags. You can have it delivered straight to your door. Great to have these guys on board at petflow.com. What now? Oh, you, Dr. Demi? All right, so I think we have a caller then, hey? Uh, I believe we have uh, Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey. Dr. Demi is here. Hi. Hello? Yeah, I got, a I got a tuxedo cat. She adopted us about three years ago, and we feed her. But if we forget to feed her, she decapitates birds and and mice. And lately, she's been bringing owls up and just leaving them on my front porch without a head. And then she, you know, she walks on. But it only does it when we forget to feed her. Why is she huh. doing that? Well, you know, the interesting thing is cats that are outdoors, they will hunt. They do it because it's an instinct. They do it because it's a normal behavior. It's nasty, and especially when you have the decapitated presence there at your oh. at your door. But I'd have to say that I don't know that necessarily she's trying to punish you by doing this. She may be feeling like she's contributing to the household um, in some way. Isn't that a she's gift, bringing, doctor? <laughs> it is. And she's actually, we forget to feed her. Well, you know, the interesting thing is that cats will hunt no matter whether they're well-fed or if they're hungry. So cats that hunt or kill birds or mice outside, that process happens no matter what. So you can make her big, fat, and happy and feed her three times a day. <laughs> That's going to still go on. The it's difference is... scary when you get decapitated animals on your front porch every so often. You sure it's her putting it there, right? <laughs> yeah, because I've seen it do it. She goes out and there's a big field behind my house, and I'll sit out there stalking different things. And then she'll only when we forget to feed her, she'll bring it and leave it on the front porch like, well, I guess y'all ran out of food, so here I decided to feed y'all for a change. Yeah, and see, I take it a different spin. I take it as saying, hey, you know, it's dinner time, here's my contribution, Pa, and here it is. (laughs) (laughs) It just feels kind of freaky. Yeah. Yeah, well, make sure you're you're on good terms with your neighbors and just make sure they're not doing anything crazy. But I, I'd say, you know, pat her on the head, thank her for her a, a job well done, and just, you know, mosey over to the kibble bowl and let her have her dinner. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, she did other, she has other cats that she used to hang out with. They were boy cats that used to come around. She had a blonde cat, and he'd come around for a while, and then she'd get him up, and he ran off. And there wasn't any other cats around. And now there's a big, fat, gray cat that looks like it had on Pet Cemetery. 
she's hanging out with him now. Oh boy, bad crowd! It sounds like you better uh, check that out. See where they're where they're hanging out. Greg, we thank you for your call today. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. A bunch of strange calls. It seems like today. Uh, getting a gift of a decapitated uh, bird may not be a gift to you. It may not look like a gift when it ends up on your doorstep. But uh, who knows what the cat was doing there. Hey, if you want to talk to Dr. Debbie right now, it's toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. The same number for dog father Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Cal Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget to call stream team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father, Joey Villani, with your grooming questions. Animal communicator, Joey Turner. Pet travel expert, Susan Sims. Lottie the world famous Russian dog wizard. And in on news today, Lori Roberts. How are you doing, Lori? Hey, I'm great, you guys. Just, uh, you know, enjoying listening and getting all these, uh, really good tips. And, uh, just like I was saying, I, I love Joy the Animal Communicator. I, you know, I'm, she's, that lady has something definitely going on. She's, she's fun. And I'll tell you, she makes the phones ring here at Animal Radio. Well, yeah. Well, it's a great thing because not a lot of people have access to that sort of thing. And, and when you know that she's somebody of quality and, and, you know, you just, you, somebody you can rely on because otherwise, you know, it's, it's, it's a field where there can be some some people who aren't iffy, so reliable, iffy, uh, but, iffy people. Yeah, iffy is a good word, but yeah. I, you know, she's definitely got it going on. She knows what she knows her stuff. Well, that's what I and love about honest. the whole dream team. I mean, Dog, dog Father Joey yeah. Villani. I don't know if you know much about him, and if you're a new listener to Animal Radio, this might be informative for you too. He's of course from Animal Planet, uh, Dogs 101, and Groomer has it. And uh, he got a new tattoo last week, it looked like, at a Vegas. <laughs> well, he scares me, because he's the one who has the father-in-law who runs the uh, garbage business in New Jersey, if yeah, you know what you I'm saying. Yeah, you don't want to cross him. He and I, uh, when <laughs> no. he first came on board, uh, we, we had a little, uh, and he won. So, I, whatever he wants, whatever he wants, he gets. I have to bow. Something to about a body room. in the desert. Yeah. It's okay, just move on. <laughs> of course, we have Dr. Debbie. Now, she practiced in Las Vegas, so she sees all kinds of animals. She sees, uh, obviously, the dogs and the cats, but occasionally there'll be a pig or a skunk or a raccoon or a, a flamingo fish. She's done fish, fish before, too. Yes. Weird wow. things from these acts in Las Vegas. And uh, everyone's uh, really trusting her because she knows her stuff. And she was the animal radio vet prior to being the animal radio vet. In other words, she works on our animals here at the studio, and that's why we feel comfortable unleashing her on the country. And, uh, yeah. of course, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, might have seen him on Letterman. He's always on TV. He's uh, getting a brand new TV deal. I can't talk about we it. We think. We his don't lawyer really told me know. not to talk about yes. it. Uh, we don't know what's going on. But the deal is that uh, it takes about three months to get a visit from him if you get on his list. He's got a long waiting long list. Long waiting list. But if you call today, wow. I'll put you on with him at Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, toll free, 1-866-405-8405. We're all here for you. You can also email us or Facebook us. Well, hi, Quincy. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Uh, Los Angeles, California. I have Dr. Debbie right here to answer your questions. Uh, hi, Thanks. Quincy. Hey, Dr. Debbie. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great today. Uh, it's a little rowdy here in the studio, so uh, we'll try to keep <laughs> it down here. <laughs> What's going on with your pets? Um, well, I have a, a two-year-old, um, mostly beagle, and we think German shepherd. Kind of an odd mix. Um, she's very <laughs> sweet. Um, 
she, we think, has a problem with allergies. And um, I can kind of describe to you what she's, what we've done in the past or how okay. it's um, well, there's a couple of things we've, we've tried. We've tried, um, steroids. Well, first tell me, what is she, what is she doing, uh, that's the problem? Can okay. you describe physically? Yeah, um, uh, perpetually every morning she has a stuffy nose and, you know, there might be some little green junk or something in there. And, um, but occasionally, maybe once a month, she has a pretty severe night where she's just kind of really, really unhappy and kind of, um, just you know, keeping her head elevated and just not she's just kind of scary, actually. But in the next morning, she seems fine. And um, we thought initially that it was an infection in her nose, and mm-hmm. we had full X-rays, and they said that she's excellent. You know, there's no problems with past trauma. Um, they tried her on steroids, or I'm sorry, not steroids, antibiotics, and that didn't seem to help at all. And then the latest thing. Is that we did, we tried hydrox hydroxyzine, I guess. Okay. Yeah, hydroxyzine. And, yeah, and um, we can't quite tell if that's doing anything, but maybe it is. And we're just kind of, you know, a little bit concerned. We just don't don't want her to have to be stuffed up all the time and have those kind of, you know, nights where she's um, not so happy. Yeah. Now, when you said she keeps her head up, is she making sounds or having trouble breathing? What is she doing yeah. at that time? Well. She's uh, she's definitely having trouble breathing. She's breathing through her mouth, and uh, you might hear a little bit of, of noise coming from her nose, um, and she's kind of groaning a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And, and do you know what a reverse sneeze sounds like? Is it that kind of sound? Um, yeah, like kind of like inhaling and, you know, like there may be stuff in there. Yeah, that- you know what that sound is. Is that what she's doing, or is it a different sound? She's She's doing, yeah, like... Something like that, and then in okay. the morning she'll sneeze a lot. Yeah, and okay. uh, the other thing too is that we live downtown, so there's a lot of buses and things. But she's lived up in the country for about two months and's had the same problems. So. Okay, well, good to know that because that's actually a very common thing when we start talking about the nose and allergies. Is it allergies? Is it infection? Is it a rhinitis type problem going on up there? And if there are irritants we can avoid for whatever the condition, we would look to doing that: smoking in the home, uh, heavy perfumes, you know, things like that. So that's very good. That if you're kind of out of the city environment and you're still seeing it, we, it tells us a lot there. Yeah. So I think you have kind of a, a decision here. Um, hydroxazine is an antihistamine, and if it does seem to help her and makes her comfortable, that's a pretty simple, low-side-effect medication that we can use um, that ha- for pets that have allergies or just kind of maybe undiagnosed rhinitis-type problems. And rhinitis just basically means in, in the nasal passages. If we're not satisfied that that's doing enough, x-rays are certainly useful, but in a lot of cases we actually have to look up the nose with a form of endoscopy where you go up with a little camera. And that has a lot of uses because that can tell us, you know, we can take samples, we can culture. There's actually dogs that we've found that have had chronic nasal discharge that actually have a piece of a plant up in their nostrils, up in their nasal passages. So things like that, which are a little bit more unusual, we might not have any clear evidence from the outside of the pet. Um, So rhinoscopy, looking up the nose, has its place if the signs warrant it. And that can tell us a lot if we're, you know, infection, fungal infections, bacterial infections. Now, there is another thing that, you know, you can talk to your veterinarian about maybe 
looking into treating for, and that is something of nasal mites. It's kind of an interesting little situation where there's uh, these little microscopic critters that can live in the nose, and um, there's an effective treatment for that. But I have had some pets that have responded that have been chronic uh, reverse sneezers, sneezers, um, and they have these signs. And if we treat for the mites, it's the easiest way to tell if you see improvement or not. There's not really a simple way to necessarily diagnose them. Um, So that would be one thought you could look into as well. But um, I think a lot would be how comfortable she is on a regular basis, how aggressive you need to get. And, you know, I guess the other weird thing I'd throw out there is I've had a beagle before, and it is a there's a condition called lymphocytic plasmacytic rhinitis, and it is actually reported a bit more commonly in beagles. Um, and it is a chronic inflammation-type problem in the sinus passages. you got to detect it by biopsy. So that's where rhinoscopy could become useful in kind of finding those weird, uh, weird situations such as that. But otherwise, yeah, if the hydroxyzine is doing you good and doing her good, then I'm not opposed well, to that. That's the thing is uh, we're we're not really seeing that much of a change. We can't just we, we can't tell if it's like just wishful thinking, you know. Or, oh yeah. You know, maybe going in with the camera could be really good. There's you know at least two possible um, things that they could look for. So maybe we'll try that. I think that would be a very sound way to kind of get to the bottom of it, if you will. So best of luck with that, Quincy. I hope everything turns out okay, and thank you for calling. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Celebrating our connection with our pets, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here. 
Could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions or dog father Joey Volani with your grooming questions or Vlad the world famous Russian dog wizard with your vexing dog issues or animal communicator Joy Turner if you just want to reach out and bridge that gap between you and your pet that you don't have. You know, you can email us all this week and next week. And all, anytime, any, anytime you Anytime really yes. you can email us. Uh, your voice at animalradio.com is our generic email. There's also our individual emails over at the website at animalradio.com. This one's for Vlade. My son has a four-and-a-half-month-old Yorkie. He's decided to send it to a behavioral school for a week. He likes to bite and not potty training well. Are these the reasons? He's just a puppy. Isn't he too young for behavioral school? Yes, he's too young. It's just simple things to do. All what you need to do, just uh, put the uh, regular, like, uh, not the chalk at this age, check collar around the dog's neck and uh, light leash. And after gently touch the dogs around the face to set him up so he would want to mouth you. Once he mouth you, you momentarily do quick snap at your left hand as you move your body forward, as you look in his eyes and use one magic word. Ah, simultaneously, like, like, have attitude, like, you were totally insulted by that behavior. You, you, Judy, you know, like it or not, but, you know, I always give my clients that example. Act like a typical American girl would act. <laughs> don't touch, don't harass. <laughs> I will sue you. <laughs> That's the attitude you should have when you're correcting your dog for this type of the behavior. Because remember, people, from mouthing to snapping, it's just one Step away. Your dog is one step away. Okay? Am I right, Mika? Right? All right? Good. Ah. She says she's right. She's, she's always working with me on the animal radio. I noticed that you brought her in today. one 405 to talk to Vladi. Now, of course, you can get in touch with Vladi during the week uh, at his website at SoCalDogTraining.com. If you live in the Southern California area and you need a dog trainer, let's face it, I don't think you're going to find a, a better behaviorist than Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Yes, and uh, I will come to your home, and I will resolve your behavior problems, your pet's behavior problems, and it's going to be cut to the meat, straight point. Um, I am uh, basically like a laser beam. Come in, fix it, and go away. Why is it we're all listening to you? I mean, you. why is it all your answers work so well? That's what I want to know. Uh, some people believe it's uh, you, you guys listening to me because of my uh, cute accent. Some people oh, believe... Oh, is that it? Uh, yeah. Some people believe they're listening to me because I have a blue uh, eyes. I'm listening because uh, of the blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know that. You told me long ago, and I'm kind of watching, you know, watching my back now when I'm, I try to not sit next to you anymore. <laughs> And we have a fun here, you know. They're very beautiful blue eyes. They're sparkly. Just look at them. How could you resist them? You're bad. Yes, he is bad. Do you want a back rub? <laughs> oh, we'll give you a little yeah. back rub. <laughs> no, just it's you know just a friend thing. Here, hand me my rubber gloves. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Well, let's uh, let's hit up Ronald here. Hey, Ronald, how are you doing? Pretty good, and you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Um, right now I'm sitting in um South Dakota. Okay, in South Dakota. How can we help you? Um, me and my wife has acquired a couple of Labradors, and they're they're still pups. They're not quite a year old, and 
I got the Tennessee of chewing everything up out in the yard, and I was just wondering if there's anything we can do about that. Chewing Labradors, what do you think, Vlad? <laughs> uh, Ronald, uh, I love your accent. I am pretty sure <laughs> Hell will need to give me some some help to translate it. Well, he has, he has some Labradors in there in the backyard, is that correct? And they're chewing up everything? Yes, sir, everything from the back deck to whatnots in the yard. Now, can you, gosh, can you believe that? A Labrador retriever chewing something? <laughs> Boy, that's just uh, hard to believe. It's, just, it's just his nature. If my client's calling me and telling me, my dog stole... For instance, bro, and chewed it up and ate it, or shred it and uh, you know and swallow curtains or landscaping <laughs> let landscaping stones. I know this crazy thing. The only one dog in the whole world will do it. It is Labrador Retriever. Labrador Retrievers can be American one. And uh, England one from English, European one, and of course American is nuts, you know. And another quick information because they are field lab, they designed to be hyper and uh, have doggy dd and be great, do a great job in the field. Um, how to stop Labrador Retriever from chewing you out of your house? Well. You can do it in two ways. Shoot the symptoms and address the cause, which I would love to do. So first about cause. Why he does it? Because he's bored. Because he has no other work to do. I like, I would love, I would love you to give him physical job and mental job. By physical job, I don't mean you need to give him like a, you know, something uh, like a hammer and try to put the nails uh, in the roof. No. All what you need to do to get this lab in your backyard, have a few tennis balls or anything he like to chase, and keep him running back and forth, back and forth, without stopping for 15-20 minutes two times per day. Make sure get off uh, from his body that type of the um, physical energy. That's the Cesar Milan's favorite exercise. Vladi has another favorite exercise, to do something, I don't know if it's Russians or not, but to do something with the dog's mind. Give that lab mental job. There are two ways of doing this. Number one, you can do obedience training. That's what very important. People misunderstand what obedience means. They believe obedience is just teaching the dog sit, stay, calm down. What they don't understand, once the dog does it, he gets tired, mentally tired. Mentally tired dog is the good dog. I would put the color unleash on that dog. Uh, Herm Springer, German's pinch color would be the best. And leash, and uh, that lab must have leash time. Exactly in the backyard. I would get him after physical exercise. Sit, stay, calm, down, stay. So make sure he is tired physically and mentally. You also can meet his mental needs by giving him um, uh, mind-seizing games. At this time, I know uh, our listeners uh, waiting for me, some type of the magic wand to fix the things, uh, giving him like aspirin. So here's the aspirin is. Do chew chew discriminative method. How to do this? Simple. Get five, six items your lab likes to chew. And put on, on them special product, uh, uh, you know, uh, what product? Uh, just hold on, please, on that. But I would like you to put the special product on those items. Just spray on them. 
But at the same time, I would like you put in your backyard or whatever area he likes to chew the items you would love him to chew, like uh, nylon bones, like special toys designed for that, and let him to decide. He is not stupid. He will pick the few he which smells good, tastes good, and he will stay away from the ba- from the items who, uh, which is taste badly. Now, I created the probably the best. Uh, stay away product in the world based on Chinese and Russian spices and herbs. I would like you to send me email to uh, vladi at animalradio.com and I will send you a sample absolutely free. You just all that I need your um, address. And spray that product on those uh, items and uh, he will never touch them. But you gotta, you gotta do uh, obedience training and exercise him physically as well. Ronald, I hope that helps you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Let's go to D right now who wants to talk to Joy Turner. Hi, D. Hi, how are you? Good. Joy's right here. Okay, great. Um, I have, uh, I've, I've got a dog about four months ago from the pound. His name is Buddy, and he's a 110-pound chocolate lab, and he's 10 years old. Um, he was found as a stray, so they couldn't give me any background information on him which be, might be useful, but not the main reason that I'm calling. Um, the main reason I'm calling is that I'm trying to find out whether or not he's going to be safe to have around my cat. About three weeks ago, Buddy was uh, outside playing and saw a little guinea pig and picked it up in his mouth. And he wasn't vicious with it or anything, but he ended up killing it. So just because of the, the size of who he, of what he is, he's just so powerful, he doesn't even know his own strength. And he's been chasing my cat since the day that I brought him home. A part of that is just because my cat's really skittish and always runs. And so Buddy just thinks it's a big game to go ahead and chase the cat. But about a week before the guinea pig incident, he had cornered my cat in the closet. And at first he was kind of playful with it. But then I think the cat started trying to swat him or whatever. I, I couldn't tell because I didn't realize the cat was in the closet to begin with. Uh, and then Buddy started getting aggressive. So now I'm afraid that he might hurt my cat, and I don't know, uh, I, I don't, you know, I mean, I really love him. I don't want to get rid of him, but I also want to make sure that my cat's safe. So I don't know if you can tell me what he's thinking about the cat and whether he sees it as prey or if there's something I could do to make sure that he's safe around my cat. Sure. Well, what he tells me is that he thinks he is safe around the cat. The reason he was getting aggressive was because the cat was getting aggressive with him but he does see him like someone to play with. The feeling that I'm getting from him is that he would not intentionally hurt the kitty. Mm-hmm. The problem is the size difference is so much, he could right. hurt him unintentionally. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to tell him, and you'll need to keep telling him, is that he is very, very much bigger than the kitty. Okay. So he needs to be his very, very most gentle and always keep his mouth off the cat. Never touch the cat. Okay. He he does get that. And then I would suggest to you, since he's 10 and tells me he hasn't really been around cats as like his own before, Uh you need to be very in the moment with him about what he's doing that's good and say, now this is a good way to interact. Oh, now that's a bad way to interact. You should do this instead. Okay. So that you're giving him moment by moment instructions to how he should be. Okay. Okay, and I would not leave the two of them alone right now. Again, not because he would be mean and hurt him intentionally, but just because he's too unfamiliar and he's very much bigger. Okay. Is there anything additionally I can do to get them, like, 
to be more friendly with each other. I think if you just allow the kitty to come to Buddy, because Buddy seems to always want to go to the cat instead of vice versa. So mm -hmm. you might want to put a lead on Buddy and hold him around you so that your kitty can actually feel like he can be free enough to come and say hello and investigate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then to treat Buddy really well and treat the kitty really well, give them treats um, when they are together and they are behaving well. Okay. Okay. Okay, very good. Thank you. Thanks for your call, D. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Judith Chapman from Young and the Restless at CBS, and I'm on Animal Radio right now, and I'm asking everyone out there to please spay and neuter your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. A Louisville, Kentucky man is facing charges of torturing and killing cats, and he got them off Craigslist. In the last several months, three cats have been found mutilated, and 24-year-old Alex Phelps is the suspect. Jennifer Chappell says he got the cats from her, and she's heartbroken. She rescued and fostered the cats, getting them veterinary care, and even taking them to work with her in a laundry basket. She wanted to find them a good home and put an ad on Craigslist. Alex Phelps responded that he had a dog and his family were avid animal lovers. Jennifer met him and had a good feeling about him and gave him the cats in October. When the stories began to surface about the cats that were found mutilated, she was, of course, horrified. Then she saw that Alex Phelps was the suspect and she was heartbroken. Phelps lives with his parents and was arrested after the police received tips on their anonymous tip line. A new study in Science Magazine says that archaeologists recently discovered an ammonite, one of the dinosaur era's most abundant animals that emerged 400 million years ago and died out along with other dinosaurs 65 million years ago. But the question I know you're asking is, what would an ammonite have for its last meal? If you thought snail and crustaceans, you would be right. They were recently found in the dinosaur's mouth. No mention of any butter sauce, though. <laughs> And speaking of healthy diets, PETA, the people, the people for Ethical Treatment of Animals, has named former President Bill Clinton its Person of the Year for 2010. Clinton, who had a love of fast food burgers for years, made the move to a vegan diet. He says he lost 30 pounds and has never been in better health. Even though dogs may be more popular than cats in general, it isn't so in the world of collectibles. People say that, uh, you know, the ones, the folks that sell paintings and figurines and ceramics and stuff like that, they say that cats always outsell the dogs, and they also outsell horses, chickens, and roosters, but not birds. In that one area, the birds win out over the cats. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. For breaking animal news, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. New Year's resolution I've been able to keep thus far is really the brushing of the teeth. 
Not my teeth. I broke that a long time ago. But my cat's teeth. <laughs> You're doing pretty good with them, actually. Brushing uh, my cat's teeth every I'm very day impressed. now. And uh, they're getting used to it. It's something you're supposed to do, according to Dr. Debbie, after you get them cleaned the first time. You know, you got a uh-huh. cat's uh, 10 years old, right? 11 years 11. old? 11. 11 years old. So there's there was a little bit of plaque there. We had to take that plaque huh. away. But it's something you got to do for their health. It's so mm-hmm. important. How about your New Year's resolutions? I know that uh, you're working out for the new year. I don't think you really need to, but you're doing a very well, good thank job. You. Thank you. With your dog. You're running with your dog. I'm running. I'm walking. And, yeah, I'm working with her. Have you ever heard of Zoom Room? This, I have not. It's a cool new franchise, and it's uh, it kind of allows doggies to work out with their parents, their guardians, Ooh. at the same time. So uh-huh. this is a great idea for the New Year's, and we have top dog and founder Jamie Van Wy joining us. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Now, you're in L.A., right? Yes, we're in L.A. Okay, so what makes you decide to start something like this, and what is it exactly? It's a dog agility type of thing and classes, and uh, it's a whole club, sort of. Yeah, we basically are a social club and a training center, and we tend to focus on agility training, which is kind of like obstacle course training for your your dog. Um, But we also do puppy classes, we do obedience classes, and then we do a lot of sort of social activities for you and your dog, things like birthday parties, dog discos, um, brunches, that kind of stuff. Sort of like a Chuck E. Cheese for for dogs, except... uh, (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) Now, now I have a little obstacle course that I take my little eight-pound dog out in the backyard and run her through. She's, you know, no pro. She doesn't do them all, but she's pretty good at it. Is this something I could go and teach her to do more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, What we do with our agility classes is we teach all of the sort of standard agility obstacles Uh that you would find in competition. And we have dogs. We have Great Danes out there doing it. And we have our smallest client to date has been a three-pound chihuahua. (laughs) Wow. Not together. Now, we did a story here on Animal Radio News about how dogs need 30 minutes of sustained exercise every day. And this is kind of what your place offers, even for older dogs. Do the owners take the dogs through the agility course themselves so it kind of keeps them moving, too? Yes, it's it's definitely something that you do with your dog. And, in fact, in addition to just moving around and, you know, running around with your dog doing these courses, we actually find that it tires the dog out even more than, let's say, going to the dog park because they actually have to concentrate and focus and there's it, – it's, it's not um, – you know, just kind of a free-for-all. They actually have to focus on uh, completing the obstacles and doing them the right way and, you know, staying on course and that kind of stuff. So it it does tend to tire them out, I would say, even more than going to the dog park. Wow. Now, now see, my dog will go through the course and do her repertoire of tricks, everything at home. But if she's out with other people or other dogs, she plays dumb. She won't do a thing. <laughs> Well, one of the things that we do focus on is we do a lot of group classes, and some of the dogs, you know, they get very distracted by other dogs. So we start small, and we just start working with them, and, you know, we get them used to working around other dogs. So it does tend to be a really great thing for dogs that, um, you know, that need a little bit more focus and a little more distraction training. Oh, she this, needs socialization. Yeah, she, she does. Needs. Is this yeah. membership-based? Do you pay a membership fee? Is it like a club, a health club? No, not at all. It's uh, basically you come in and you pay for your six-week class, and we have group classes. We also have private classes. Um, so dogs that aren't great around other dogs can choose to do private lessons um, or come in for rentals. Uh, and so then we also offer things like a couple times a week we will have an open gym where dogs that have been in classes can come in and practice. Uh, so that wow. tends to be really cool. popular, particularly when How it's raining fun. or on holidays. It's better than the health club where you know that you sign up at the beginning of the year. You think you're going to do this. <laughs> Yeah. They're sign you know. up. You have to pay every month, but you only yeah, go you twice. Never go. Yeah. yeah. After January, forget it. You have five of these puppies around uh, the country. I understand. Where are they? 
Uh, we have three open. So we have one uh, in Austin, Texas, and two in Los Angeles. And then we're opening an additional four in March. Where in Los Angeles for our Los Angeles listeners? Um, there's one in Hollywood on La Brea, and there's another one in Culver City. Very good. And in Austin for our Austin listeners? Um, it's on North Cross Road, so a little bit sort of north North Austin. And the website? Uh, ZoomRoomOnline.com. And, of course, we'll link to everything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Jamie, keep up the good work. Jamie Thank Ben Y joining us. Hi. Hey, Daniel, how you doing? Oh, good. How are you today? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm in Georgia. Georgia. Are you a truck driver? No, just live in Georgia. Just live in <laughs> Georgia. Okay. I got Dr. Debbie here. How can we help you? Well, Hi. I've got a, a, a great all-American dog. Looks to have some, maybe some Rottweiler in him. So he's a pretty big dog. But the, my local vet told me to cut him back about 10 pounds. And we, we've been working on it. But cutting back his food has been a problem for him. He's tending to eat his poop. And my other dog's poop out in the yard now. And I'm wondering what I can do ah. <laughs> Lovely, isn't that? That old wonderful uh, feces eating. It's just uh, such a thrill, especially when they come back with that on their breath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so have you had any success getting him to lose weight? Yeah, he. we got a few pounds off of him, but he's just, he just acts like he's starving all the time. Of course, every dog I know acts like that, but he's just True. now eating and starting to eat plants in the house. And Oh, no. Okay, well, let me ask you what strategy that you are currently doing uh, for weight loss. Are you using any special prescription-based food, or were you just cutting back on the calories that he's eating? Mostly cutting back on the calories, but we have the last bag of dog food. We bought the um, kind of the weight loss uh, dog food um, and then still cutting back a little bit. Okay. Well, here's the reality check for people that are trying to get their pets to lose weight. Now, if you just try restricting those calories by scaling back on the amount you're feeding, you're going to create a very hungry, frustrated dog. And that's what you got right now. The reason is that even those foods that you buy over the counter at the grocery store, at the pet store, that say weight loss or for weight loss, they're really not geared towards uh, longevity of weight loss. What you need to do is speak to your veterinarian about this and say, hey, help me out. My dog is eating things off the, the walls, the, the floors, the feces, what have you, and we need to get this baby on and actually a food that is designed for lower calories but also still keeps those other important nutrients up. The big problem is when we cut back calories in the effort to drop the weight, If we don't have them on this type of diet, they're getting less protein, they're getting less vitamins, less minerals, and we can create not only a hungry dog, but a pet that has a nutritional deficiency. So it is just so important. And I know a lot of people say, oh, we just cut back a little bit here and there and we get them to lose weight. It may work for some pets, but it really can create a problem for others. So I would say that would be my number one um, prescription for you is to see your veterinarian about a prescription weight loss diet. And there's a lot of good ones out there, um, and we want to get a gradual weight loss of really only maybe 1% body weight per week. So in a dog your baby's size, you know, that might be not even quite a pound, half a pound to a pound a week. So we want to make sure that's gradual and that we're not making a frustrated pet because that, that's just no fun. And, you know, dogs that eat things inappropriately, there's a whole behavior of that. But if we're trying to lose weight, then we can actually be driving that. Um, and then we also want to make sure you're giving the baby some other outlets to chew. Um, increase the interactive nature. So, you know, lots of play time, lots of fetch time, 
lot of those toys, the Kong stuffed toys, the busy buddy toys, those things that have a little food item that they're working for, it keeps their mind and their belly occupied. So I think that, that would give you some, some other directions that we can go for your dog to kind of keep them, keep them occupied and not feeling like we're in the, the, uh, the Weight Watchers Club or the Ginny uh, Weight Club there and, uh, and happy baby. So good luck with that, Daniel, and, and hope he, uh, drops that weight and, uh, isn't so unhappy about things there. Oh, I'll definitely try that. Thanks, Daniel. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's another new year, and your debt is higher than ever. Credit card balances that keep growing. That's the bad news. But you can work through your debt problems with help from Credit Card Relief. No, we're not a consolidation loan, not another one of those credit counseling deals, and not bankruptcy. We've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. Call Credit Card Relief right now. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. That's Credit Card Relief, 866 866- Six eight hundred fifty two fifty two. 866-800-5252. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso PASOVets.com to get the best care for your pet. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Fido-friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Did you know the Dodge Journey has won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award? With fold-down stain-resistant seats, a chill zone glove box cooler for drinks, and multiple storage options with removable, washable liners, it's easy to see why Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with any one of the Dream Team, it's toll-free. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Villani with your grooming questions and your tip later on. Animal communicator Joy Turner bridging that gap as well as Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard fixing all your dog behavior problems. Judy Francis screening calls right now. Ladybug the studio stunt dog finally asleep. <laughs> she wouldn't settle down today. I don't know what that was, was about. with her. Yeah. Yeah. It is time right now for the Dodge Journey Pet Destination segment here on Animal Radio. 
And uh, we've asked you to call us at 1-866-405-8405 anytime you'd like to tell us what is your favorite place to take your dog, your cat, your animals. Uh, we're not speciesist here. Right. I mean, a lot anytime. of us travel with our cats, too. Where's a good place to take your pet that you like to go and that they like to go? And you, young lady, what is your name? My name is Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Thank you so much. How are you doing today? Where are you calling from? Oh, I'm calling from Shell Beach, California. Shell- Best place in the universe. It is a very beautiful place. Oh, That's near nice. uh, Pismo, isn't Coastal. it? Coastal. Yes, it is. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Now, do you live there? I do. Oh, I am so I'm one of jealous. the lucky few. Wow. And so you have dogs, too, I imagine. Dogs or cats? I do. I have dogs. They must yes. love that there at the beach. They do. And, you know, if I tell you my favorite place, then... It won't be a secret anymore. No. Let's spill it. Well, my favorite place is actually the Avila Beach area. Avila Beach, uh-huh. which is just down the road from you just there. Just down the road, and it's very secluded. Not a lot of people go. they got a beautiful pier for people, too. But uh-huh. they've got a really nice area that's kind of just the, the wind is just blocked off because of the cliffs, and you can take your dog down there. And it kind of, they can't get away from you because it's kind of like a fence, you know, but it's made out of rocks. I love it. So, it's perfect. It's just perfect. And the dogs just run, and everybody brings their dog down there, and it's just, it's a very friendly place. Okay. Yeah. So, really Avila, Avila Beach, is that is that right, Danielle? Avila Beach? Yes, Avila Beach, life. the number one Dodge Journey pet destination. If you want to call us with your pet destination, give us a call at 1 866 405 8405, and we'll put all the Dodge Journey pet destinations up at the website. Danielle, thanks for calling. You're welcome. We were gentle, weren't we? Yes, you were very gentle. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating? The in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners? Or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Passel Ropeless Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of our dream team of experts. That includes dog father Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie, animal communicator Joy Turner, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Susan Sims. He's our pet travel expert from Fido Friendly Magazine. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. <laughs> this was, of course, the theme See, that uh, you played at you your wedding. Yes, You didn't think I was a romantic kind of guy, did you? I, I always I'm knew you were. I'm surprised, yeah. What do you mean? Nah, I don't, am. Don't be surprised. Okay. You can see his passion in his tattoos. Is that a new tattoo, by the way? It's a, no. Are you adding to that? It just 20, seems like... 
Yes. It's too, my newest one is about 20 years old. I know, Joey. We need to get together and get tattoos. We get some new tattoos. <laughs> I'm ready. I am you know ready. what? I got the itch, so I'm ready to go. Me huh? too. Big afternoon for the Animal Radio Talent is going out after the show and uh, getting tattoos. <laughs> it's been about 10 years since my last That's what one. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to get Hal's face tattooed on my back. Oh, there you go. Th- my face, huh? <laughs> your face, right around my back. It's a little weird. Yeah. So I'm a little uncomfortable with that, Joey. Sure I'll you tell you that right now. Yeah. I told you I'm a romantic kind of guy, didn't I? Uh, on the bottom of your foot, that might be a more appropriate place <laughs> for this. Uh, let's hit the phones. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is uh, Maureen Hyman. I'm a vet here in Bakersfield. Maureen, you're a vet in Bakersfield, lovely Bakersfield. Oh, yeah. Listening on XM? I am, I am. How can we help you? What's up? Did we say something wrong? Are you No, calling? no, not, not this time. No, um, I was just curious if Joey could help me uh, figure out how to appropriately hand strip my Airedale. Hand strip? What does hand strip mean? Hand stripping is a method that's used by... Mainly, mainly terriers, but a lot of breeds. And what it does, it brings the texture of the coat in harder. So, like, if you have a wire coated, let's just use wired hair terrier because everyone knows that phrase and that type of dog. And you want them almost to feel like steel wool. Well, there's a process to this, and it's actually a very natural process. But let me ask them: How old is your Airedale? Um, I have a two-year-old uh, dog and a seven-year-old bitch. I've hand-stripped them their whole their whole life. I've never never clipped them. I just don't know if I'm quite doing it correctly. Well, the key is this: hand stripping is almost it's very clo- close to tweezing, where you cannot break the coat. You have to pull it out and you have to get it out at the root. And you have a tool, which is a stripping knife, which I'm sure that, that you have a stripping knife, correct? Yeah. Yes, I have all that. Yes. Okay, great, wonderful. And basically what you're going to do is with um, if you're righty, with your left hand, hold the skin tight in front of where you're, where you're stripping the, the um, coat. Now, basically, the motion is grab the hair between your your pointer finger and your thumb and slide it slide it over the coat. So it's almost going to be like a pinching motion where I'm grabbing coat and I'm going to pull straight back using my elbow, not twisting my wrist. When I twist my wrist, I will cut the coat. Now what happens, um, for the people who don't know, when you cut coat that's not supposed to be cut, it grows back differently. It grows back softer. The natural process is what you're trying to create. So what you're trying to do is simulate how the dog would basically naturally shed out its coat. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out a combination of top coat and undercoat because any dog that requires stripping is a double-coated dog. They have a top coat and they have an undercoat. The top coat is what you're trying to bring in stronger. So basically what I'm trying to do is I'm going to pull it out until it's nice and flat. Um, Groomers, basically, when somebody goes to the groomer every four to six weeks, it's not the proper way to hand strip. Hand stripping should be done on a continuous base, even as much as every day. And what you'll do is you'll pick at areas, because some areas will be ready to come out. Now, how do I know if it's ready to come out? It should come out smoothly. It shouldn't hurt the pet. If it hurts the pet, I know breeders sometimes like to, like to pull it out, and I'm not that type of guy. I want it to be nice and easy for them. It should come out fairly, fairly easy, I'm going to say. Sometimes you've got to give a little bit of a tug. And you're going to work sections. And once you know your dog's growth pattern, you're going to know when it's ready to come out and when it's not. And you'll work those areas. Now, 
In the beginning, some people like to bald the area because that'll make the coat come in real strong. But then after that, you just maintenance it. It's called rolling the coat. What I'll do is I'll brush the coat backwards with my, um, with my hand or brush, and whatever sticks up, that's what I'm going to try to remove until it's nice and smooth and flat. And what happens is that wire coat will come in, and it should lie nice and flat. Did that Excellent. answer your question? Absolutely. And uh, do you have any uh, good shampoo recommendations? Because I don't think BioGroom makes their harsh coat anymore. You know what? I, I, I use a bunch of different types of um, shampoos. The, my personal favorite that I've used over the years and um, is, is I'm a coat handler guy. I've always been. Um, the reason why there's no oils, lanolins, there's nothing in it that's going to soften a hard coat or make it more difficult to strip because you don't want nothing basically softening it. You want to keep that nice texture so you could pull it out. But that's what I like. But I also do like BioGroom, I have to be honest with you. But do they still make it? I haven't been able to find the harsh coat. Like you know brand. what? I have to be honest with you. I don't. I don't know if they still make it. I don't see why they 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 would have stopped making it because that was a pretty popular that was a pretty popular item, especially with the professionals. I'll just have to keep searching for it then. <laughs> well, Absolutely. thank you very much. Thank you, doctor, thank for calling. You. All right. To my left is. Uh, Boog the Studio Cat, and to my right, Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. We hope you have your animals around for this celebration. You know, do, do you find, because just because, you know, you, you, you're the animal radio people, that people um, automatically think that... Um, we that like animals? Tolerant would, yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that, you know, you, you, huge, huge animal people. Because yeah. I know with me, they feel that way. And I'm like, you know, listen, keep your dogs at home. Well, you, yeah, I don't, you know I don't want to be... You know how you're like, uh, everybody asks you grooming questions because you're a groomer? People generally assume that uh, we'll, we'll be able to answer any animal question just because we're animal radio. Exactly. Well, we try our best, and we have some great experts. If you didn't get through today, that's okay. The phones are open all week long at one 405 8405 or you can email us at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com, or check us out on Facebook or Twitter. And don't forget, everything you've heard about on today's show is over at the website at animalradio.com. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here. Bye. Bye now. Have a great week. This is Animal Radio Network.